Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I am super excited that you are joining us today. Thank you for being a loyal listener. And if it's your first time listening, I hope you enjoy the podcast, listen to a lot of episodes, and love the upcoming episode that we have for you today. This episode is something special. It's a sneak peek of the type of teaching we do at the Income Breakthrough Summit. So if you've never come to one of our summits, this will give you a sense of what's in store for you. We'd love for you to attend and get this life-changing information. If you're interested, go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit for more information and to get your ticket today. I cannot wait to see you there. So you can't 10 times your income by 10 times in your work hours, okay? Everyone talks to me about how overwhelmed they are with the amount of work they have, and yet they're not getting ahead. I had that experience. I know what that feels like. It kind of sucks, right? You don't, you don't feel good about the, the pace that you're moving at, what you've accomplished. You feel spun out. But fundamentally, even though putting in the effort is required, you cannot 10 times your work hours to 10 times your income. So if you're making 100K and you want to make seven figures, you can't 10 times your work hours to 10 times your income, right? You can't just work harder. There are not enough hours in the day. It, the math doesn't work out. So you have to do something different. You can't do what you've always done, which is just work harder, push, grind it out. Now, there is a certain amount of like persistence, consistency that's required. Absolutely, 100%. I don't want you to go into magical thinking about this. But you have to also think, huh, I am working at my uh, time capacity right now. I cannot create more time by some magic wand that allows me, aside different than anyone else, to have three more days in the week. Like it doesn't work. But you can create more time by managing your mindset. Time management is mind management. It's it's yes, you have to book your calendar. Yes, you have to to frame things up and keep your schedule and and have good boundaries and be clear about that. But really, the way to step out of overwhelm is mind management. What you're thinking about what you have on your plate, you have to make different decisions, and then you show up differently. And that all starts with changing your self-image. What's allowed for you, what you deserve, what you're worthy of. If you're in spin-out, that's what your self-image thinks that you're worthy of. It doesn't feel good. Consciously, you're like, eh, I don't want that. Okay, so if you, if you need to do that, how do you make that happen on the practical level? We know on the inside, we have to change our self-image so that we become someone who is not available for spin-out, is not available for the overwhelm, makes better decisions for herself, keeps those decisions, doesn't have weak boundaries on this, okay? And on the tactical outer game side, what are the three ways to make more money in business? 
you have to raise your prices, sell more of what you've already created, and add a new channel of income, create something new, add to your, your product or service offering. All three of those are a possibility that are on the table for you. And what we're gonna go over this morning is if you raise your prices, how do you sell at that new price point? Or if you're just starting out and you've got the wobbles around sales, how do you sell at all? Most people have huge blocks around sales. They do not understand that sales is service. Sales is unconditional love. Sales is what you do for someone, not to someone. You're not taking anything from someone when you make a sale. You are giving them the solution to the problem that they have right now. That is a mindset shift. If you don't shift that, if you don't change that frame, if you don't have that as your stance in life, every time you go to make a sale, you will have a wobble, you will have a double bind. You will be saying one thing, but inside, you will feel like you are taking from someone, manipulating someone, and that is what they will feel, and they will say no. And then what happens? Money comes from spirit, source, infinite intelligence, through people, you gotta get good with other people, your relationships with other people, also really key to, to work on your self-image around that. That's your beliefs about yourself in respect to other people. And you have to learn how to move money through sales. Money comes from spirit, through people, not through elephants, not through the table, not through the iPad, but through people, through the mechanism of sales. If you're in a nonprofit, you're still making a sale, okay? If you are in corporate, you are still making a sale. In that interview, you are selling yourself. Every day when you're at work, you are selling yourself. That is a sale, okay? So wouldn't it behoove you to get your mind right around sales and learn how to do sales well? Most people don't approach sales as love. They think it's taking or, or you lose, I win. And if you have that stance and you consider yourself a good person and you don't want to hurt anyone, why would you want someone else to lose when you win? That doesn't make any sense, okay? And yet, we have this as our backstory for a number of different reasons. If you think about your, your money beliefs, you'll recognize that you have a lot of beliefs about people who make a lot of money being greedy, people who make a lot of money being corrupt, or that people are always out to take your money. People have also, I don't know what your unique money beliefs are, but that is, the, people have stories around money beliefs and they feel like that when they go to ask for a sale, and every one of you needs to learn how to do sales if you wanna increase your income, and this is how I increased my income. I raised my prices, I worked with more people, and I added a new channel of income. And when I raised my prices, I had to believe in myself that I could bring the value at that higher level that raised my standard for myself. I had to, to become more, okay, law of compensation. I had to become more in order to do that. But I also had to learn how to do sales. 
which also meant that I had to let go of my, my wonk, this is my te technical term, my wonk, when I was selling, because that double bind is what they feel, and it also feels horrible to you, to me. I didn't want to be someone who, who took from other people. I wanted to be someone who helped. And this, again, goes back to giving is the first law of receiving. If you look at sales as giving, guess what? You receive. So what can you give in a sales conversation? You can give so much. Particularly, you can give clarity. Hey there, Unstoppable Woman. I wanted to take a quick break here to let you know about the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit that's coming up soon. At the summit, you will learn how to master your mindset. This is super critical, as you know, from listening to our podcast. You will learn how to own yourself as a woman in business so that you can have a truly lit up and delightful life. Because quite frankly, what's the point of having all that money if you're not happy and thriving? And you will also learn the tactics and strategies required to scale your income. There's an invisible formula that almost everyone ignores that's required to make a quantum leap. When I finally learned this, it's what allowed me to go from making 138K to 700K as a solo entrepreneur in one year, and then go on to cross that seven figure mark. I cannot wait to teach you it so that you can close the gap on time and achieve your goals faster than you ever thought possible. Go to theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit for more information and to buy your ticket. You can find that link in the show notes as well. Grab your ticket now, and I cannot wait to see you there. I tell my clients, if there's confusion, there's a lie. If you are confused about something, should I do this or should I do this? What about this? What about that? Is this the right thing? Is this not the right thing? When there's confusion, there's a lie. There's an inaccurate concept in your thinking that is creating this confusion. We live in an ordered universe. It's not disordered, but your thinking is disordered based on a lie when you're in confusion. So you have to get in alignment with the order of the universe. If there's confusion for someone about whether they should do something or not do something, if they want to buy your legal services, if they want to buy your book, if they want to buy your landscaping services, if they want to buy your coaching services, if they want to buy your cleaning services, personal organization services, administrative assistant services, whatever it is. If they're confused about whether they should buy it or not, there's a lie there. If they have a problem that you can solve and they're not clear that you can actually help them do that, you haven't done the sales conversation accurately well enough, and that's your job, okay? And from my perspective, if the, the other person has confusion, they're not seeing something accurately. So you have to clean up your confusion yourself and help them clean up their confusion so that they're in clarity. The other thing that's really challenging for people is that they've had bad experiences with sales in the past. That's happened to most of us. 
maybe it was buying a car, maybe it was the salesperson in the clothing store telling you you look fabulous in that, and you get home and you're like, I do not look fabulous in that. That was like a big fat lie, right? Like we've all had some sort of poor sales experience, and we don't want to associate ourselves with that. We don't want to be that. So we resist doing sales altogether. Well, let's not throw the baby out with bathwater. Okay, that's not helpful. Okay. The other thing that happens is we've experienced people guilting or shaming us or even bullying us to make a sale. You're not enough if you don't do this. You're not committed enough if you don't do this. You're not um, good enough. Did I say that already? But I know that this happens for people and that people are out there doing sales this way. And it's icky. It's totally icky. And you don't want to be that way. So don't be that way, okay? And I want you to know that you can do sales in a way that's of service. And you have to learn this and wrap your head around it in order to make that quantum leap and make that income breakthrough, okay? I, I have a really strong stance in everything that I teach, whether it's sales or marketing or anything else, that I'm, I'm unavailable for guilt and shame. And I will point out to my clients when they are guilting and shaming themselves, because we're our own worst critics, right? They're in some sort of guilt and shame that is suppressing them. This is not okay, okay? And it's not okay in a sales conversation. People buy because they, they want something. It's an emotional yes. It's an emotional yes, and it needs to be backed up with a logical yes. You need to, to connect people with both. If you don't, it makes making a sale very difficult, okay? It just is. People buy because they want something emotionally and they, they can see that it's gonna solve something for them logically, so you need both. So you wanna ask, what does the person want? So tell me, when you think about X, Y, and Z, what do you actually want? Notice the tone of my voice. It's very inviting, I'm listening, I'm curious. You have to be a good listener in a sales conversation. The next step, next question is, what's important about that to you? You don't want to stay at the surface. You absolutely don't want to stay at the surface. They'll tell you, I want a new landscape design because I just want to sit outside and watch my kids play. And what's important to you about that, right? You're just asking that follow-up question with love, with curiosity holding space for them to answer that, they might be like, wow, no one's ever asked me that, or maybe I haven't even thought about it. And they will tell you. And then you ask, well, what's stopping you from having that? And there's a lot of different ways to frame this question for different industries. Let's say you're a lawyer. What's your, what's your biggest challenge around executing on this? Okay, that's a version of what's stopping you, okay? What's been challenging for you when you've, you know, done real had a real estate transaction in the past? What was the biggest challenge that you had working with a real estate agent previously? Okay, something like that. What happens if you don't solve this? That's an emotional question. And you're, you want to listen. You want to really, really listen, okay, to what they're saying. And then you're going to ask them, are you committed? Is this something that you're really committed to solving? Because they need to get into their yes before you offer their, the service, okay? 
And is there anything that would stop you? I'm constantly asking, whether it's a coaching call or a sales conversation, and they're one and the same, really, okay? You know, do you really want it? What would stop you from having it? Because I'm listening as a coach to, okay, we need to solve that problem, and that's, that's a reflection of this, and that's a reflection of this, and that allows me to go deeper and deeper and deeper until we get to the core issue, and then we can solve that. Okay, and it, I'm, I'm not necessarily solving it in the sales conversation, but I want to know because I want to know that I can help them ethically. It's important. I want to know that my product or service can help them have more life, right? The more life directive, that it will help them solve the problem that they have. Okay, and these questions, you have to approach them like you were saving their life. I know that sounds like hyperbole, but it's so important. This person wants something and their life is blocked, right? They're, they're trying to grow and their life is blocked because they can't lose weight, okay? They can't get fit. They can't dress well. Now, will their life be over? No. But they really want it and they'll feel better. They wouldn't have matched to you, come to you, said that they were interested in your product or service if they didn't have some core desire that was calling them forward. Remember, desire is causative. So this is calling them forward. This is part of their, their evolution. You don't know how it's going to play out, but you need to approach it not like you were a guru, not like you are like, some, some, someone over them, but someone who can truly help them, like an emergency room doctor. So you have to have that kind of urgency and an intention behind it. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable.